Hey up, people, wagwan, wasquan in, what's the motion, fresh out the oven like a Sunday roast. Um, This podcast has been a really long time coming. I've been wanting to make this for fucking ages, Um, I'll be honest. And to be honest, I've got no excuse as to why I haven't started it yet, I'm just terrified of the concept of a podcast. You guys have to understand that. When I do stories on Instagram, on the anabolic page or on on my main Instagram, you do it in one minute segments, right? Or four 15 second segments that make up the maximum one minute story on an Instagram. So you can redo that as many times as you want so that your facial expressions are perfect. The enthusiasm in your voice is perfect. The actual words that you say themselves, so the content of the video is perfect. And I'll be honest, like in the stories that I do, I will more often than not do the story over again until I'm happy with it. Whereas with a podcast, you know, I'm going to be potentially rambling for 20 to 30 minutes here, potentially even longer than that. So I've got to kind of nail it in the first take otherwise you know that's just 30 minutes of my time completely wasted like granted I can go back and cut and chop and change bits and put bits there and take bits away but if I'm being absolutely honest I'm fucking shite with computers like I'm awful technically I am not tech proficient at all so I have no aspirations to go back and change any of this so whatever I say in this podcast is going to stay in if I stutter if I lose my train of thought if I end up pausing for five seconds just and you guys can actually hear the cogs turning inside my brain, which is very likely because I'm thick as fuck, then I'm just going to leave it in and you guys are just going to have to endure it. So firstly, I apologise if that does happen. Now, I suppose my aspirations to make the podcast come from my personal uses of the podcast and, and what podcasts have done for me. Now, podcasts have been a learning platform for me, especially in terms of fitness. I've learned about the mechanisms of hypertrophy, the role of each micronutrient and the macronutrient profile of all these different supplements and biomechanics and, you know, all this cool shit to do with fitness. I've learned the majority of what I know through podcasts, not through my PT qualifications, not through my university degree, mainly through podcasts and YouTube videos. So... If I can convey some of that fitness content over in a podcast format, I'm going to try to do that. Don't worry, I'm not going to do that in this podcast. Um, In addition to that, it's also been used as entertainment. So a podcast for me can be relaxing if I'm going on an evening walk. There can be stress relief whilst I'm doing my stretches in the morning. Or even if I'm going for a run, it's nice to just hear people chat shit, to be honest. Um... So again, I want to get involved with that and, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me that they like the sound of my voice and that it's soothing and they like the way that I convey topics that are potentially quite serious and and simplify simplify them. So yeah, I'm going to try and make my mark in terms of a a podcast. So I, I suppose the main reason why I've decided to make one is... So, for for those who know me from Instagram, right, um, I like to talk about controversial things, controversial topics. I talk about the psychology behind paedophiles. I talk about the obesity crisis on the NHS. I talk about 
eating disorders. I like to talk about OnlyFans content creators. I like to talk about the wage gap between male and female footballers. Anything that comes to me that I feel might be controversial and that will provide a pretty equal divide between my followers in terms of what they think is right or wrong, I want to talk about it. I want to poke people and I want to provoke a response in people and, and get people talking about it. Okay? And more often than not, I will talk about these topics for, you know, a good two to five minute rant. And I'll try provide information from both sides of the argument and then I'll try to summarize it. Now, the feedback from me posting these stories has been pretty well received. Um, a lot of people like the way I articulate these topics. A lot of people like the sound of my voice. And apparently it chills a lot of people out. And I've managed to change, believe it or not, I've managed to change a few people's opinions on some serious subjects for the better. So if I can transfer all of that into the format of a podcast, then I'll be doing pretty well. Okay, even if, you know, five, ten people listen to this, I'll be extremely happy. One thing that I need to ask from you guys, though, is to give me some feedback. So I've never done a podcast before. I don't know how close I'm supposed to sit to the fucking mic. Like, I don't know, am I meant to be here? Am I meant to be back here? Like, fuck knows. Like, I'm just, I've never even seen a mic before. This thing's massive. Like, I thought... Yeah, fuck knows. This thing's huge. So, yeah, I've got no idea where to sit in terms of the mic. I've got no idea how quick to talk, how slow to talk. Do I swear a lot? Am I allowed to use the word cunt in a podcast? Like, I don't know if I've heard anyone else do that. So, like, I just don't know what the what the situation is. It's like if I were to create a TikTok account right now, I've just got no idea what the do's and don'ts are. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm venturing out into a completely uncharted territory. So you guys need to tell me, am I talking too quick? Am I talking too slow? Is what I'm saying concise? Are you gaining any value from listening to this podcast? Is my voice soothing? Is my voice annoying? Either way, I want to know. Like, I, I'm pretty good with criticism um, and I'm quite open to criticism as well. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I take being wrong pretty well. Like I'm happy to accept when I'm in my wrong, uh, when I'm in the wrong, and I will always hold my hands up um, if I am. So yeah, if you guys want to tell me that this is shit, please tell me if it's shit, and then please tell me how to improve, and I will do that on the next one. I imagine making podcasts is a bit of a skill, right? And with any skill, whether it's riding a bike or whether it's doing a dumbbell press or whether it's having a wank, I imagine you get better at it over time. Um, like now, I'd say I'm a pretty proficient wanker. Uh, I'm probably miles better at wanking than, than when I was like seven to eight years old, um, which is when I started. Um, so yeah, uh, give me a few podcasts after this and I reckon I'll be pretty decent at it. I tend to pick up uh, public speaking pretty well. Um, so where was I going to go back from there? I do actually have like a page full of notes, so I'm not going in completely blind. Um, as you'll see uh, from the title of this video, this is mainly just my opportunity to introduce myself um, to those who might be listening to the podcast and haven't followed me for a particular amount of time, or just to shed some further insight on my life to the people who do think they know me, 
although I'm a pretty open book, so chances are if you do know me, you'll probably know most of this already, which begs a question in my head, like, what's the point in listening to the podcast? I don't fucking know. Um, okay, so where do I go? Um, I suppose I, I find myself as a pretty decent host to discuss these controversial topics, mainly because I I like to think that I've got a pretty well-rounded view on things. Um, so just going back to that previous statement where I said I'm, I'm pretty good at being wrong. I'm, I relish in being wrong, right? I go into most discussions with a predisposition that I am incorrect and that I am in intellectually inferior than the other person. Now, the reason why I think I'm good at that is generally because I've had a lot of failure academically in my life, right? So I've objectively been told that I'm wrong a lot, okay? Didn't do very well in my GCSEs, didn't do very well in my A-levels, haven't done very well at uni, I do not excel academically. So I've constantly been told that I am unintelligent or stupid, basically. So it's very easy for me to accept that I'm in the wrong because most of the time I am, right? Imagine imagine someone who's constantly been told their entire life that they are brilliant, okay? Every single GCSE they got, every single A-level they got, they got the masters, you know, they got the PhD, everything that they got is 10 out of 10. Imagine how difficult it is for them to take a step back from a conversation and admit that they're in the wrong. It'll be borderline impossible because they've been right 99% of their entire life. So trying to, to admit that they're in the wrong would be such uncharted territory. For me, I've literally been told like every single year that I'm doing things wrong. Like a lot of the things that I do are wrong and I am wrong a lot of the time. So it's pretty easy for me to admit that. It's like, imagine if you played for a sports team and you lost like pretty much every game, okay? Imagine how easy it would be for you to accept losing at that point, okay? Now imagine you're on a sports team that wins every game, okay? Imagine when you finally do lose a game. Imagine how difficult that's going to be for you to accept. Okay? It will seriously upset that individual. Like, I always have this conversation with my dad because my dad used to be a footballer for Barnsley. And when he was in the under-21s, they went on some fucking stupid unbeaten streak and it was like like plus 40 games. They finally lost in like a county cup final and he went fucking berserk. Now, the high school that I used to go to, we used to get dicked every single game, like 6-1, 7-1. I'm pretty sure like teams hit double figures sometimes. We'd always score one, so it'd always be like 11-1, 12-1. We'd always like manage to scramble an own goal by their team or something. They probably felt sorry for us. Um, so, yeah, we ended up losing pretty much every game. But that meant that after a few games, I just enjoyed kicking a ball about. Like I didn't fucking care whether I went won or lost. So like now at this stage of my life, I can be wrong easily. And like, I'm fine with being wrong. I don't find it embarrassing. I don't find it denting my ego. I don't, I really don't care. And I accept it as an opportunity to learn. Because if you go into a conversation with a predisposition that you're right, you cannot learn anything. You are disabling yourself from learning any new information. If you go into a new culture thinking that your culture is better, you will not adopt any nice policies of that culture. If you go into a conversation thinking you're right, you cannot come away from that conversation with any new information because you are automatically disabling yourself from learning anything. So that's 
why I think I'm, I'm pretty good at talking about these topics because if someone comes to me and they're like, oh, she, I think you're incorrect about this, by the way. I think this. I can then take a step back and go, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. And for anyone that knows me, I frequently practice that. So that's kind of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast and why the controversial topics that I wish to speak about in future podcasts, I think I am pretty equipped to do so. Not from an informed perspective, because I think that some of the topics that I'll be speaking about, I'm not particularly well versed in, but I think I will be able to shed a well-rounded view on the subject. Now, the main sort of main sort of topic of this podcast is basically just an introduction of me to you guys like I've said you, you'll find I'm repeating myself so much in this podcast mainly because it's my first time and I keep forgetting what I've said like I'm coming up to the fucking 13 minute mark here I've been speaking for 13 fucking minutes that's like I've chatted so much fucking bollocks so much absolute waffle like a if any of you guys are still listening on this, I recommend you because I don't think I've given even an ounce of value just yet. Um, so, okay, so we'll go through the the anthropometric... No, that's physical stuff, innit? We'll just go through some simple stats, right? My name's Sheep. I'm not going to give away my real name, um, but I'll tell you guys dead quick why I'm called Sheep. I wish I could show you the picture. Um, but in my last year of primary school, second to last year, sorry, year five, um, I had elbow length hair, so not shoulder length, elbow length, being deadly serious, I never washed it, never brushed it, never paid any attention to it, it was just a f big fucking Dumbledore mop, and like, it was genuinely blonder than it is now, so it was virtually white, um, and as you can imagine, like I was this, <laughs> I was this minging, fat, sweaty, white, bushy haired kid, so, Loads of kids used to like flick my hair and like put stuff in my hair. Like people, like kids used to hide like pens and stuff in my hair, and I just wouldn't even notice. And then I'd like stand up and like five pens would just fall out of my fucking face. Do you know how embarrassed that? Do you know how fucking damaging that is to a kid? I had a fucking awful time at school. Um. Anyway, big bull. Um. What was I saying? Uh. Yeah. So. That's why they used to call me sheep. And, you know, I actually did at one point think I was genuinely being bullied. Um, so as you can imagine, when children find out that something annoys you, they carry on doing it. So it got to the point where eventually I just had to accept that I was sheep. That was my identity now. So when it came to high school and I moved from year five to year six to year seven, it was like, well, I actually don't respond to my real name anymore. So I might as well introduce myself as sheep. And I did. So I, I owned that identity. Do you know what I mean? So then all the way through my high school, it was sheep. My teachers, it was sheep. My rugby coach, it was sheep. Everything was sheep. All the girls that I tried to talk to, it was sheep. Hey, I'm sheep. Wait, no, don't run away. Um, so like that's who I was. And then going into sixth form, it was like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm just sheep again. And it just carried on. Like, my rugby coach, even after three years of me playing there, we finally had to get some official cards, like, made, like, character profiles. And he actually had to ask me, after three years 
of knowing me what my real name was because it's just been like he wouldn't have any reason to know and like if my parents wanted to talk about me or wanted to ask where I was to another set of parents they couldn't say my real name it's like oh for god's sake right where's sheep they even they had to adopt me as sheep they had to adopt that identity as well so yeah it's it's genuinely an it is an identity now and it's business you know anabolic sheep it's easy to remember my Facebook is sheep. Both my Instagram profiles are sheep. My Twitter is sheep. Everything revolves around that name. So I, I kind of like it. I won't lie. I'm 23. No, I'm not. I'm 22. Um, Education-wise, I went to a pretentious, snotty-nosed uh, private school. Um, not worth the money. Biggest waste of money ever. Um like the argument, the the reason why we chose that, I say we, my parents made most of the decision, um, I really wasn't asked, is because it was more likely for me to get one-to-one -one tuition there because the actual class sizes were a lot less. But despite the fact that I got more and more one-to-one -one tuition, the teaching was dog shit. It was really substandard and it was completely... Complete a complete waste of finances, which is a um, a never-ending guilt that I now have on my shoulders. Um, so when I become a millionaire, I will give my mum and dad that fifty grand back. I uh, I promise. I'm manifesting that. Um, so yeah, a complete waste of money. I didn't do particularly well in my GCSEs. I smashed French and German, and because I'm sick at languages. Si tu veux, nous pouvons parler en français. Um, then went to sixth form. Didn't enjoy that. I have a fucking hated A-levels. And did psychology, English lit, and French. Got two E's and a U. Yes, you heard that correctly. Two E's and a U. I fucking... <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> Mate, I'm just smart, you know. I'm just fucking dead intelligent, right? I'm really, really, really smart. That's all you've got to remember from this podcast. Sheep is a smart fucking bloke, right? So yeah, smashed A-levels out the park. Um, somehow managed to get to uni. Leeds Beckett through clearing. Sports coaching course, another complete waste of 30 grand. So I'm now in sort of 60 grand debt worth on my shoulders. Um, somehow scraped by the three years of there, which I've just finished now. Um, probably flunked that as well. I'm still waiting on the final degree results, but I won't lie, it's probably going to be a 2-2. Two -two, um, a very push 2-1. Am I bothered? Not particularly. I'm doing my dream job right now, and I've got my own business. So, and I'd quite like to think that I've I've done okay, and um, but I, I could have done without the uh, paying sixty grand to get there. So yeah, that's education out the way. Um, in terms of work, what do I do for a job? Uh, so I've recently just quit my job at Exercise for Less, which is a chain gym uh, near where I live in Leeds in Headingley. Um, so before I was picking up dumbbells after people, I was getting started on constantly by people who didn't like being told to put the weights away and I just wasn't enjoying it. In my head, because I'm a huge fitness advocate, it made sense to have a job in a gym, right? It was like, right, I must be around dumbbells because I like dumbbells, I use them a lot and I am a personal trainer, therefore I should work in a gym. It just didn't work like that. I fucking hated the members in there. <laughs> so. Yeah, getting out of there was it was probably one of the smartest decisions I made and I definitely won't look back. So I no longer work in the gym. I do a lot of one-to-one -one personal trainings. Uh, trainings, plural. Train I. 
I do a lot of one-to-one personal training in my front garden now because I've, I've bought a motherfucking gazebo and some floor mats. Look, shit looks official. Um, and I've got about 120 kilos worth of plates and barbells and dumbbells. And, mate, that is all you need to grow muscle, make gains, lose fat, get shredded, fuck bitches, get money. So I'm currently on a... I've got a few clients that come for the one-to-one sessions, and then I also work as an online fitness coach. So what that means is, basically, I organize people's training and nutrition, So I structure their training programs and I structure their nutrition protocols virtually. So I record all of their data, so all of their lifts, all the exercise that they do, the cardio, the sleep, sometimes the mood. And I also record the amount of calories, protein, carbs, and fat that they eat in order to adhere to a certain physique goal that they are looking for or a potential performance goal in their sport. Like I've got some rugby players, I've got some football players. But yeah, that is that they, they are the two main earners. Um, I also host some birthday parties sometimes. Um, I'm pretty decent with kids. I hate kids, I won't lie, and I'm never going to have them. I stand by that. I, I hate children with a passion. But if I'm getting paid for it, I'm, I'm pretty good with them. Um, so I like to host some football birthday parties, decent bit of cash in hand there. And then throughout the summer, I usually work at festivals making crepes. Uh, last few years, uh, I've done Leeds Fest, Glastonbury, uh, Kendall Calling and then just some rogue music and, and food festivals as well but that is for my cousin at Crepe Lucette so that's that's the sort of work side of things in terms of where I'd like to go in the future and sort of future work aspirations I won't lie to you guys I'm fucking I'm in a good spot right now I'm doing exactly what I want to do I'm doing the exact amount of work that I want to do I'm not really overreaching I'm I'm not bored and I've got a consistent flow of new clients coming in to new clients to old clients finishing. So I'm getting a good turnover of clients. I'm enjoying the work that I do. And you know, six months ago, I was dreaming of the position that I'm in business-wise now. So I really can't complain, guys. All I'd want to do from this point onwards is potentially decrease the amount of one-to-one personal training and convert that into an upscale of the online fitness coaching at the minute so that that's that is all i could ask for but at the minute i'm in a super privilege privilege you don't have to be posh to be privileged in a privileged position to be where i am right now doing the job that i love because i genuinely do enjoy it i wake up and i'm not thinking to myself fuck you know i've got to start work today i fucking love my job I love seeing other people get fitter, feel more confident, get stronger. I love seeing people fucking smash it. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on carry on doing that. I think. Um, in turn, a little bit more about me in terms of my hobbies, what I'm interested in. Um, I play a lot of football, five side football, probably two or three times a week. Um, yeah, love to do that. Uh, probably wank twice a day. Yeah, I consider that a hobby. If you do it that regularly, it probably is. Um, although at the minute, I don't actually have to do it by myself, um, which is pretty bliss. Haven't had that for a while. Um, I bake the occasional loaf of bread, cheesecake. I'm actually downplaying that quite a lot. Fucking love to bake muffins, cheesecakes, loaves of bread, actual cakes, gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, whatever. You name it, I bake it. I like to be in the kitchen. Um, cooking is is kind of my jam. I get that from my mum. 
Um, and then on in the summer, um, I'll always be at a festival of some sort. I fucking love a festi. Live music, letting loose, taking your top off in a massive crowd of people. Yeah, that kind of dickhead stuff. I'm I'm quite a fan of it. I won't lie. Um, and then aside from that, I just love traveling. Um, I mean, who doesn't fucking love traveling? Like everyone loves traveling, and everyone goes traveling nowadays. But I spend as much time as I possibly can outside the UK. Obviously, right now it's not the easiest thing, and I won't lie. Um, the traveling that I've done over lockdown has brought me quite a few issues. Um, and quite a few people have fallen out with me over it, but I seriously do not give a fuck. If I'm going to travel, I'm going to travel, and if people want to fall out with me over that, then they are not worth having in my friendship circle, so get fucked. Um, I think traveling is honestly the greatest opportunity to learn, especially if you're someone like me who who needs like const like visual stimulation to learn and who needs semantic stimulation so what i mean by that is uh for me to to learn things i need to be with people and i need to immerse myself in people who have different values and different morals to me um i can't learn in a classroom setting so my biggest learning curves have all come from when i've been abroad um, Thailand, Bali, Australia, America, Canada. They, that is where my my biggest learning curves has come, as well as podcasts. Um, so yeah, that that's a big thing for me. I, I love to travel. Book a hostel, ten or a night, any European country, and most flights are like forty to hundred quid. Anyone spending above five hundred quid for a couple of days in a European country is a mug. Prove me wrong. Um, anything else about me? Um, I think personality street. I'm probably a bit socially awkward, um, and to a lot of people would disagree with me on that. Um, but I will say this now: in the job role that I have, so being a personal trainer and being an online fitness coach, whereby I have to be in front of a camera a lot, and where I'm constantly having to do check-ins on camera, I often have to portray an enthusiastic personality right and I'm constantly having to be that personality whether that personality is a hundred percent what I'm actually like or not I don't know um, and being in that personality all the time means that I have a warped view of what I'm actually like so for the people closest to me i.e my housemate my partner my family um I, I've come to the conclusion recently that I am actually losing my personality with them a little bit, if that makes sense. Um, best way I can put this into perspective, right? So when I'm training a client in a one-to-one -one setting or when I'm sending a check-in video, I have to be enthusiastic, right? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hope you're ready for this session today. We're gonna to get started with 10 rounds of burpees and then you're gonna jump off a cliff into a pool of ice cold water. Like, do you see what I mean? So I have to portray that personality whilst I'm at work. And bear in mind that I'm working, you know, 40, 50 hour weeks a lot of the time. It means that I'm in, like, immersed in, immersed, sorry, immersed is the right word there. Immersed in that personality for so many hours of the week. So it means that when I do get home, and when I'm around people that I, you know, that are close to me, I don't want to be that personality anymore. And that can come across as very confusing 
for the person that I'm with. It can come across as being socially awkward. It can come across as being very uninterested in the company of the person that I'm close to. So I saw my mum and dad recently who live in, in who, who live in the south of France, right? And I hadn't seen them for about six months. Six months ago, I had no clients, okay? I, was, I didn't have to portray a fake personality and I had a lot of life in me for the whole portion of the day, okay? My enthusiasm wasn't up and down like it is now. Whereas when I went to go and see them this time, I went over to France, I still had to do the work that I was doing, so I was performing the check-ins and I was being this, you know, passive personality, you know, the, the PT personality. And then when work finished, all I wanted to do was relax and not talk and sit in silence. And that was my method of relaxing. That was my method of, you know, being close to, to the people that meant a lot to me. It was being active, but being quiet and being silent, okay? So I probably do come across as, as quite socially awkward to people that are close to me because it's a it's almost like bipolar disorder, if that makes sense. Like, it doesn't mean that I'm disinterested in the people that are close to me, but it does mean that they probably get less energy than the people who aren't as close to me, which sounds very backwards. Um, but that is just kind of the nature of this role, I guess. So that's something that I am I'm definitely working on. But yeah, in terms of my personality, some people will tell you that I'm completely socially extroverted. And some people would probably tell you the, po the polar opposite, depending on how close they are to me. So, yeah, that's a that's a little bit about me. Um, I hate small talk. I really don't like talking about the weather. Um, I really don't like bitching about people, which tends to be the British um, plan B in case there's an awkward silence. You know, just start talking badly about other people. It's just fucking awful when you think about it. Um, I really don't like talking about politics or talking about coronavirus like if you don't have anything else to say just be silent okay there's no need to fill silence with conversation and i think that's something that we're very guilty of as british people the russians don't do it the polish don't do it the germans don't do it the french don't do it why have we suddenly adopted this weird need to constantly be in conversation sitting in silence is beautiful and silence is genuinely bliss for someone whose entire workday revolves around being in conversation. So yes, I, I get quite annoyed when <laughs> when people expect me to be in conversation all the time because it's like, nah, I actually just want to sit in silence a lot. So yeah, really don't like small talk. But what that means is when I do speak, I like to talk about conversations that have value and that provide learning opportunities, hence, the desire to bring up controversial topics all the time. I want to poke people's brains. I want to have conversations whereby I might come away with some value from the conversation and the recipient might come away with some value from the conversation. No one's getting any value about talking about how the rain was yesterday. No one's getting any value talking about how coronavirus is shit. Like, well, yeah, obviously it's fucking shit. We've been in it for, you know, six to nine months or however long it's been now. Six months, I think. Um, so, yeah not a fan of small talk that's why i like the controversial topics and i'm i'm pretty sure that's that's it from me in terms of an introduction uh, in terms of how i want to structure these podcasts from here on um i i kind of want to alternate 
fitness related content so something that i am actually educated in and well informed in and qualified in i want to provide informative content on this platform so i might do one fitness related podcast which will obviously be displayed in the title so if you're not interested in fitness you don't really have to watch it and then i want to do a topic that maybe i'm not as well versed in um that could be much more controversial that i can maybe put my own comedic spin on um something that i can provide a well-rounded opinion on and that can see both sides in potential ways that people have never heard before so that is my ambition for future podcasts i'll do one fitness one controversial one fitness on off on off so hopefully that makes a bit more sense guys just so that i can pull in audience from from all different spectrums if that makes sense um now i have actually got a few questions um that were sent in from the instagram uh poll yesterday so i just want to answer those i've like I received a few questions that would require way too long for me to get into like my thoughts on psychedelics, uh, my thoughts on the line between health and fitness versus, you know, damaging psychological perspective on food. That would require an entire podcast in itself. So I'm just going to do a few quick ones here. How many kickups can you do? 1,570. If you don't believe me, I've got a 15 and a half minute long video of me doing it. I will more than happily send it to you, but it takes up about five gigs worth of my fucking storage on my phone. Someone didn't believe me, um, and someone thought that they could... Someone had the audacity. Lou from Beckett. Had the audacity to say that he could do more kickups than me. He did 630, so I, you know, just did a quick 1570. Started doing all around the worlds at the end of it, and then I decided that it was time to call it a day. I would, I'd bet 100 quid that I could do 5,000 kickups. Okay, second question. What drugs have you taken? Uh, ecstasy, shrooms, speed, coke, weed, MDMA, LSD, uh, I'd like to date DNT, but can't say that I have. Uh, I think that's about it. I think that is about it. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, I think that's about it. Uh, when and how did you lose your virginity? Uh, I lost it at 16. Absolute fucking shagger that I am. To be fair, I don't know whether 16 is like young or old nowadays. Are people losing their virginity at like 12 now. So maybe that's really old for me. I was just a massive fucking virgin. Um, how did I lose it? Uh, I wish I had like a really intriguing story, but genuinely, I just had a girlfriend at the time. We went to shag. My bell end was red raw um, because my foreskin was way too tight. Um, and I didn't enjoy it at all. She didn't enjoy it at all. Probably lasted about a minute and a half. And then I had to jump in the shower because my cock was hurting. Uh, what is your political stance? Um, my political stance is that your mum is a slag. Dogs or cats? Um, I really don't see why one's better than the other. Dogs are thick as pig shit, but they're much more loyal. Um, and they've got a much nicer personality. Cats are much softer, much smarter, much more manipulative, but they are much softer, are they? Uh, I, I do genuinely like both. I've always lived with both. I, I couldn't make a decision on one. Nah, I, I genuinely couldn't. I'm really trying, but I can't. Uh, and then last one, I suppose, how did you get into fitness? Um, 
I kind of, I kind of had to get into fitness if I'm honest. Um, I used to be a footballer and a rugby player, um, and then I completely ruptured my ACL and MCL playing five aside, which rendered me completely useless to kick any kind of ball or do any kind of running. Um, and I mean, I went to the gym a little bit before then, but didn't have too much of a grasp on training on nutrition. So as soon as I did my knee in, because um, I won't lie, I was a pretty decent footballer. As soon as I did my knee in, it was like, okay, right, I need to excel in something. Um, because beforehand, I was okay at rugby, but I was good at football, right? So whenever I turned up to football, I was one of the best people there. And I had that egotistical satisfaction to know that I was one of the best people there, right? I could show off, right? And I need that. I have a big ego. I'm happy to admit that. My ego my ego is through the fucking roof. It probably needs reducing, and I'm working on that. Um, but yeah, I need that egotistical satisfaction that I am better than a lot of people at something. So my next step from there was, right, okay, I need to go to the gym. Okay, I need to get big biceps, and I need big pecs, and I need, want a big bench. And so that is where the sort of fitness journey started, I bought every supplement under the sun. Um, I was going to the gym, fuck knows how many times a week, doing stupid amounts of cardio, doing FST training, German volume training, 10 reps, 10 sets, stu- like some seriously stupid shit. Taking BCAAs by the fucking like, kilogram. And uh, yeah, so I probably had two years worth of, of doing all that stupid shit. And then eventually, um, I actually got a grasp on the fact that progressive overload was actually a thing and that I needed to get stronger over time and that eating my protein was probably a good idea and not just trying to get every ounce of protein from BCA supplement like chicken is actually better than powder believe it or not um so yeah I'd say about two years after that I'd say I've properly been training and partaking in proper nutritional protocols for about two or three years now and I've done pretty well from it um, I won't say that I'm better at most people at it because I'm really fucking not. My physique is average. But with being at the gym, um, I've actually found ways to mitigate the massive ego that I do have. And it now no longer bothers me that I am not the biggest person in the room or the most shredded person in the room. And I am comfortable with not being the best at something. Okay, so... Yeah, that is where I'm at. Um, I'm going to leave it there, guys. If you have made it this far, honestly, like that, the concept that someone has just listened to me speak for 40 minutes is mind-blowing. Um, please let me know if you do. I genuinely think it'll it'll reduce me to tears because on it, like I've wanted to do this for ages, um, but I've just been fucking scared shitless, to be honest. Um, but my best friend Chris he lended me the mic and I really have no excuse not to do it so these might be shit you guys might not want any more if you don't then that gives me closure and then at least then I don't have to worry about saying what if okay but if you do please 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 let me know okay because I'm not going to make another one until I've got a bit of encouragement right because I I'm very conscious that this this content is is a bit pointless so yeah let me know if you've enjoyed it let me know if you have any constructive criticisms i hope you've all had a fucking smashing day i hope that whatever you're doing today or whatever you've already done that it's been productive um and yeah catch you guys in the next one
Peace.